Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Lindley Fu. And hot off the press, the Economist Intelligence Unit's 2022 Democracy Index just out. It sheds light on trends in democracy globally in the past year in the shadow of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The annual index, which provides a measurement of the state of global democracy, reveals an overall score of 5.29. That's little improved from the previous year despite the end of pandemic-related restrictions that had badly dented the global score that year. Now, Asia and Australasia's average score of 5.46 is above the global average but has been declining or stagnating for the past six years. And to find out why, we're joined now on the line by Feishue, Senior Analyst of the Economist Intelligence Unit. Thank you very much for joining us. It must be uh, very close to midnight now, where you are. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you, Richard and Lee. Thank you for having me today. Uh, it's almost midnight uh, in London right now, yes. Okay, well, thanks for staying up late for us today. We appreciate it. No, so let's, happy to be here. Yeah, let's get into these numbers. Despite the ending of the pandemic-related restrictions, I mean, that impacted the numbers that you saw for your index in 2021. The Democracy Index has little improved overall. Why do you think that is? Is this just Russia-Ukraine? No, actually. So the main story of the uh, Democracy Index 2022 was found that there's a stagnation of the quality of government across the board, uh, not only in Asia, Australia, Asia uh, area. The conflict in uh, Ukraine definitely plays a big part uh, because it's uh, and not only because of the military conflict in that area, but also because of the after wave uh, of it, including the inflation mm-hmm. and also uh, economic uh, difficulties in many developing countries, which see a wave of uh, public protest collective actions in many countries across the world. And that uh, partly reflects growing anger in terms of government policies and uh, the reactions that have been accumulating since the beginning of the pandemic. And that has uh, weighed down the democracy index score in many countries in the world. And the COVID lockdowns have also played a significant role in China's ranking. So do you see an improvement there in the year ahead? Um, yes, uh, the COVID lockdown, I mean, in China in 2022, for the large part of the year until uh, December, the government has been uh, implemented a very draconian uh, COVID policy almost over the whole country. And uh, that means that China was a laggard in terms of lifting all the COVID-related measures of restrictions on social and commercial activities. So the country didn't benefit from uh, that uh, regard, uh, on that regard last year, but I think things will change in 2023's version of the Democracy Index and uh, in terms of uh, civil liberties, uh, China will be returning to uh, status quo ante. And speaking of the look ahead, um, I mean, taking a look at Myanmar's score for 2022, it fell by 0.28 to 0.74. And in news out last night, Myanmar's junta has extended the country's state of emergency by another six months. So do you see their score declining further in the year ahead as well? Uh, To be honest, it's uh, almost uh, reaching a nadir for Myanmar's democracy index score. 
after the military coup in that country, and um, the new regime imposed a very uh, harsh suppression on civil liberties and political uh, rights of the whole population. And the political parties facing that reform have been severely hampered as well. So, to be honest, uh, there are uh, we see uh, very little hope or uh, opportunity for the country's uh, score to improve. But on the other hand, not many aspects uh, can deteriorate further uh, for Myanmar in the next year's version. So you have pandemic, you have uh, political climate. Which other areas did you look at when it comes to the ranking? The whole uh, democracy index are divided into five categories. One is uh, electoral process and pluralism. The other is the functioning of government and then political participation, political culture, and the last section is civil liberties. Okay, and I just want to take a look at the region of the 28 countries here in Asia and Australasia that are included in the index. Nine improved their scores in 2022. Seven registered no change and 12 recorded decline in score. Thailand's ranking improved. Any other key areas of improvement? We've been talking about the declines in China as well as, as Myanmar. So which countries were on the up? As you mentioned, Thailand is uh, a, mm-hmm. uh, a bright star in this year's democracy index. Mm-hmm. Actually, across the whole world, Thailand achieved the most uh, gains in its scores by 0.62, and global ranking uh, has risen uh, by 17 places to the 55th in the world. This is mainly because of uh, uh, the opening of the political space for opposition parties. Uh, with a series of electoral victories in uh, municipal elections and also uh, parliamentary by-elections in 2022. And uh, we think that uh, this showed a degree of partic- uh, political participation and also more opening political space for various political parties. On the other hand, in uh, many countries uh, across Asia, because of the lifting of COVID-related restrictions. Okay, I have to ask, how did Singapore fare? Singapore has been uh, very stable over the years in the democracy index. It is categorized as a flawed democracy, and uh, it is ranked uh, around 70 uh, 70 in the global ranking. And uh, Singapore's uh, main strength lies in uh, the functioning of government and the political culture, mainly because it has a very effective and uh, strong state and uh, the population has high regard and confidence in the governance, uh, in the government and also uh, state. Uh, however, uh, where Singapore lacks is in uh, electoral process, mainly because of uh, a lack of uh, competition in elections. Um, and also, I think uh, civil liberties, uh, there, there is room for Singapore's civil liberties to improve. Feshwa, what else are you going to be looking out for in the year ahead when it comes to the index? Is it going to be a case of history repeating? Are we going to be looking at the same factors, whether it's uh, the Russia, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, um, still the endemic phase of the pandemic, other macroeconomic issues and political issues weighing on democracy? What are going to be the key themes for you this year? For the uh, new year, I think there are several uh, main areas that we will uh, keep uh, our attention on. Tension between sovereignty and democracy that is raised by this conflict in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And uh, we know that in Asia, at least, there are a lot of uh, uh, geopolitical flashpoints in uh, in Southeast Asia and also in uh, East China Sea. And, uh, um, And also another area will be cyberspace. 
because of the proliferation of technology mm. and um, there is a new dimension for government uh, to step in in terms of the governance and management but also this raises questions about uh, online freedom of speech and also data privacy and the advancement of technology also gives uh, some authoritarian governments uh, the new tools to impose new restrictions on civil liberties so these are all areas that we uh, would like to explore in the new year's edition. Okay, well thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you very much Fraser. Thank you. Senior analyst, Economist Intelligence Unit. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.